What is up, everybody? This is David Chuddick, Certified Financial Planner with Parallel Financial, and I am excited about today's episode with Harrison Barron about building your internet and social media presence. Um, speaking of building presence, would love it if you'd check out our new website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com. And if you would download the Roadmap to Financial Success, let me know what you think about it. Email me, david at parallelfinancial.com. And we hope that you enjoy this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chuddick, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wealth Podcast. My name is David Chuddick, and I am a certified financial planner with Parallel Financial. And what that means is I help my clients to make the right financial decisions for the reasons that are important to them. So if you've ever wondered what's it like to work with a financial advisor, email me, David, at uh, parallelfinancial.com. We can do a Zoom call. We can do a call in person. Uh, we could we could talk on the phone if you're old school, and we can talk about the things that might be keeping you up at night and see if there are any any next steps. And, and oftentimes, you know, I always say about money, it's all about sleeping at night and having a plan in place that uh, that you could live with. But today, I'm excited to, to have Harrison Barron uh, with us of growthgenerators.com. And we're talking digital presence. We're talking uh, some internet marketing. We're talking social media, because let's face it. Building wealth does involve generating revenue, and your online presence is incredibly connected uh, to, to building revenue in today's world. So, hey, Harrison, what's going on, man? Hey, David. Thanks for having me, man. Happy to be yeah. here. How, how, uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, uh, about yourself, about your company, and uh, how long you've, uh, you've been working with the, uh, the content uh, creation and online presence business. Yeah, so uh, just about four years now. Uh, well, four years ago, we started it. Um, and really what we do is we just help companies build their, their digital presence. So that could be uh, coaching them on TikTok. That could be um, YouTube, blogging, dominating Google, uh, anything like that. And, and we really focus on long-term uh, growth for our clients. So anything that's going to get them more customers in the long-term uh, and, and organic and, and long-term sustainable growth, as opposed to a more rapid approach such as Facebook ads, where you might potentially get shut down randomly. Yeah. So what I thought might be cool is if we spend a couple minutes on each of the platforms and maybe kind of talk about what they're used for, how you might use them, um, if there are costs involved, who the typical audience might be. Um, you know, I know that a lot of times like kids are now saying Facebook is for old people. And I guess, <laughs> I guess that puts me in, in the category of an old person, which is scary that I'm hey, you and I are sitting right there, man. I mean, it's, it's nuts that I'm, uh, it's, it's amazing what your definition of old is. It changes. I used to think like 27 was old. Um, and now I look at, uh, you know, if you're under 40, I look at you as a kid. So, um, so let's start with TikTok. I really don't even know what TikTok is. I've seen it a little bit, but who uses TikTok? What type of businesses? Just give me the TikTok 101. Yeah, so it, it's the it's it's this this crazy little app. You could you could play uh, 15 second videos, 30 or uh, one minute videos, and, and three minute videos on, and you could always set it up to to range in any of those. But 
it's just the easiest way to grow right now. It sounds crazy. I never thought uh, I I, I kind of thought social media was kind of dead for a while with Instagram and Facebook being pay to play platforms. TikTok came along. And now if you can make these viral videos, you can reach millions of people. And it is far more addicting than any Facebook or Instagram ever was ever, I think. So who is your is there a demographic of who's watching TikTok or again, kind of making the joke that Facebook is, quote, for old people are people in their 40s and 50s and 60s looking at TikTok or is it more? You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be, I, I don't think it's probably the dominant demographic on there. But I mean, there's a guy I follow his his company has been blasters. Uh, I will give him a little plug. And his name is Casey. He's a really cool guy. And it's just so funny. He cleans garbage bins. And he makes a killing cleaning garbage bins. And he just, he records everything he does. He puts it on TikTok. And he's like, you know, and he's like, this is how we clean a bin. And it's just this giant machine. He picks it up and blasts it with hot water. And and for people that are listening, you're like, well, that's stupid, right? But like, I mean, he charges 20 bucks a garbage can, right? So he's only making 20 to $40 a customer. But here's the craziest part. TikTok, because he's grown on TikTok, now he's got well into the hundreds of thousands of followers. People are trying are starting to franchise his business and he's wow. opening up multiple shops. So he went from cleaning just locally garbage cans because of TikTok. And because some people didn't even know that garbage cleaning was available, he, he's now he's now getting requests for pe- him to build trucks for people. He's getting requests to uh, to have the entire business um, franchised where he's going and educating these people. And now he's opening up multiple locations all because of a social media platform now, are these funny videos are they some uh, of them are funny videos? some of them okay. are like they're like great example so his video last night right so he cleans garbage bins and he, he just he cleans out the bin and he slaps and he goes that's a clean bin right so it, it's it's comical because like last night there was a uh i don't know if anybody watches nitro circus but it's these guys that just do these crazy flips on these giant ramps and loops and all this kind of wild stuff so this guy was in a garbage can, right? They like formatted, they, they like made a garbage can. They must have put it on like a pallet, uh, like a pallet jack or something like that where they could roll it. And the guy's in a garbage can, it does a backflip. And this guy, Casey, is just sitting there, right? And this guy does a backflip. He's like, wow, look at that. They're, now they're doing backflips out of garbage bins, right? And it's just like this comical video. And you're like, oh my God, it reached seven or eight or 9,000 people, right? Like when I saw it. And I was like, wow. It's just crazy. It's content. People like that. And he's got he's drinking out of a garbage bin. Like he has his own like little garbage bin mug. I guess, you know, one of his friends bought him or his wife bought him. But it's just it's so funny. And you follow him and, he, and he's got this great personality. He's got this great positivity around him. And because of that, and he brings it to the platform and he just shows people. He shows like, hey, this is the before. This is the after. He does it all day, every day. So he has so much content to make around it. And people eat it up. And it's funny and it's entertaining. And you're like, I kind of want my garbage my garbage yeah absolutely i would not i want to smell good okay so is is tiktok is is he paying for ads for his stuff to be seen or is it not at all kind of grow wow that's that's the craziest part so it it goes along the lines of what i what i preach everybody i go i don't care if you're good or bad at making content all you have to do is start like if you scroll all the way back to his first videos or my first videos on youtube they all suck 
Oh yeah. Nobody's good at it when they first start. My current podcasts still suck. I mean, other than this no, one, but the ones before, true. but, uh, but, but I think the, the hardest part of content is just starting. Cause yes. I guarantee you hate the sound of your voice. I'm used to the sound of my voice now. I'm used to I it now, it. but in the I beginning, hated it. it was, and you hate how you look. Cause I don't look like I think I look, you know? Um, uh, so, but you just have to get started. Everybody knows what you sound like because they're around you all day. You yeah. know what? Like it's, it's crazy too. Like I, I have a podcast. I, I actually just made a video last night on podcasting and it, it's just crazy. I haven't done my show in a year. It's, I, and, and I'm not trying to flex, but it is in the top 3% in the world, which is crazy. I just, I thought it was originally five. Now it's top 3%. And like people are still downloading it and it's, it's been a year. And like that should tell people like, I haven't made content in one year because my show is in person. I would always meet with people. And to to have people not start making content, you never know when people are going to download. You never know when people are going to listen. And then randomly I go to a gas station. Somebody's like, hey, are you Harrison? And I'm like, yes, I don't think I owe you any money. And he's like, oh, dude, he's like, I love your podcast. And I'm like, wow, this is I don't even know who you are. I don't even have my podcast on video. You had to do Mm -hmm. your homework to figure out who I what I look like. And it's just, it's the coolest thing in the world, but you'll never have that if you don't start making content. So from what you're saying, is it fair to say that TikTok can kind of help any business grow anything from something? Really oh, serious, absolutely. Like doctors, lawyers, um, doctors, I mean, lawyers. Probably- there's there's a dentist in Texas. He he just bought a whole brand new facility. He can't keep up with the demand from TikTok. Wow. OK, all right. So- uh, I think his name is the dentist and he's just a nice guy and he and he does everything he makes. Silly little dances. He does. He he talks about the toothpaste, right? So somebody will send him, or he'll like stitch. It's called a duet, like when you kind of see it or, or pre-roll it before your video of what people are doing to clean their teeth. And he makes videos about charcoal toothpaste, the black stuff that some people like and don't like, and all of this kind of stuff. And and one guy was like, "You don't really need toothpaste to brush your teeth. You just need the toothbrush to add like agitate the the surface of your teeth because the toothpaste doesn't really help that much." And he actually like stitches it right so he's right next to it and he actually talks about he's like he's actually right like toothpaste only helps about is only helps increase the efficiency about 10 or 15 or 20 percent or whatever it is but if you didn't have toothpaste you could still brush your teeth so if you're out traveling or anything like that you're you're still okay and people just eat it up and he's he opened up a whole brand new facility i think he's outside of houston or austin and he's just he's just killing it because of a social media platform awesome awesome all right, so let's move on to uh, another one that's not for the quote old people. Instagram, like, what is Instagram used for? Dead. Who's your target for Instagram? <laughs> Do they, you know? So talk to me about Instagram. Yeah, so Instagram's great. It's it's definitely a dying platform. I hate to say it, um, but it's just with the amount of re- I don't want to say rules and regulations because Facebook technically didn't put any rules and regulations in place for the most part. But it's just a it's a tough platform. The the ability to get exposure on content is very very difficult it is a decent way to get your message out there but with facebook owning instagram they've made it much more of a pay-to-play platform they want you to spend so when you see like a a picture and it says sponsor that means that that business is paying for ad correct or correct and that could be tens of thousands of dollars right or yes i mean and 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 ad is typically less than a dollar for for somebody see it's it's usually far less than that. Anybody that knows that's worth their salt and ad could usually get it well below a dollar. It's usually five to thirteen, you know, five to twenty-five cents for somebody to see it. Um, but you're constantly paying for it. And it and can it bring in sales? Yes. If 
can it is it possible to grow on instagram yes is it probably the hardest platform to grow on right now i would venture to say yes other than twitter but i don't think anybody uses twitter anymore for business yeah, I think, I mean, I guess my impression of Twitter is it's for famous people just to kind of get there. You know, if you have million followers because you're a famous person. To, to chat with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what about Facebook? I mean, I've been on Facebook. I don't really use Facebook personally, other than to me, Facebook, I just, you know, I, I promote business uh, to a certain sure. extent. I, you don't need to know what I had for dinner last night. You don't need to know who I voted for, <laughs> didn't vote for. I mean, I think, but um, so, so what, what, how do people use Facebook? Yeah, Facebook's great, man. I think Facebook, it's still more of a pay-to-play platform. It's a little harder to grow organically. But I think the biggest advantage that Facebook has is is two things. I think Facebook pages and Facebook groups um, and, and their own their own success for, for a variety of different reasons. Pages is because if somebody wants to see what's going on in a business, they're more than likely going to be using Facebook pages as opposed to anything else. They're not, you know, they're not going to have it as a personal profile and shout out to my dogs who are hanging out with me this, this morning. Um, the assistants. <laughs> that, yeah, that's it. Just, uh, it's of course not a uh, quiet morning today, but the pages are great. Companies could go on, they could post menus, they could show anything that's going on in their, you know, life or their business and that the customers need to see. Well, on the flip side of things, I think Facebook groups are probably the single greatest invention that Facebook has come out with. I think the platform's great, but you're still very limited. If you post something, there's only a small percentage of people that actually see it, um, which is kind of a bummer because you work so hard to get these followers and connections and friends, and you really there's not that much, not that many people that see it. But if you're active in a group, you see a lot of stuff in groups, and large groups are a huge revenue generator for businesses. So if you're maybe it's you want to do private coaching calls or you want to do private, you know, private classes, inviting people into your group is a fantastic way. To help distribute the information because Facebook's much more lenient with group. Um, so you can really make a lot of money on Facebook, assuming that you're using it correctly. I think that Facebook is still a, a, a well-thriving creature. Okay. Okay. What about YouTube? YouTube is, is the way of the future. Uh, I think that YouTube is, is probably the best thing out there right now for companies uh, and for companies, businesses, even if you're thinking about starting a side hustle, making some extra revenue so you can put it into your, your 401k or uh, a, a portfolio, but it, it's just incredible. I've, I've recorded a video two years ago and just now it's starting to get a thousand views per month and it, it never got any attention otherwise. So it, it's kind of wild to see what people can do on YouTube. And it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a free TV service. You can go on there, you can subscribe, you'll, get, you'll see their stuff most of the time. YouTube will always try to recommend what you're interested in or what it thinks you're interested in at that time. But I mean, it, it, it's, it's an incredible platform. It's a great way to show people what you do, how you do it, your process, really give you the nitty gritty details. And because it's your stuff, kind of like a podcast, you can control how long it is. Is it going to be a three minute video or is it going to be a 30 minute video of, Hey, this is how you read a chart, or this is, you know, why you might want to be on social media, right. Or why you had to build a website. Or it could be like, hey, five tips in five minutes, and it's five quick little tips that will improve your business if you implement them. So the video that you said from two years ago that just started getting traction, 
Like, did you do anything recently to get SEO or like, no, why did people nothing. just find that? Is it just more of a timely topic it, or? It's just, it, it it is a bit of a trending topic. It's how to, you know, what to do with your face, with your LinkedIn profile after you get a job. Uh, I, I was a LinkedIn expert for quite a while. I still kind of am, but I'm just not as active as, as I used to be as LinkedIn is now taken over by bot. But it's, it's cool. I mean, it's just, I didn't do anything different. There was nothing different. There was nothing changed. And, but it's just the algorithm. It's time in the market. It's how long you're going to let YouTube see your content for. And most people don't even realize, like if you go on your YouTube channel, you use YouTube moderately frequently, more than once or twice a month. Uh, you'll actually see if you go to your homepage, most of that content is, I would say probably 50% of it is usually about six months to five years old. And the other 50% of it is less than six months old. So what maybe a new video that somebody released recently to a video that's a couple weeks or months old that yeah, YouTube thinks it's a good thing for you to watch. That's crazy. It is crazy what Big Brother knows about us. And I think there's some negatives to it, but there's just some other positives because it does make life more convenient when you're getting suggestions that supercomputers have decided that you'd be interested in. And, and normally you um, you really are. So what about yeah. LinkedIn? I mean, what is, what is, I, you know, what's funny is, is I'm fairly active on LinkedIn. I don't think I've ever gotten a client or anything, but I get literally, I don't know, 10, 15 messages from LinkedIn lead generators per week about people that can help uh, people in my industry generate leads. And I delete them yep. all because I think they're horrible lead generators and they're, <laughs> so sometimes yeah, I want to so respond. Does anybody ever do this? Because so LinkedIn, I used to love LinkedIn. I used to actually make quite a bit of money on LinkedIn, uh, especially in my old company. Uh, a lot of the revenue I brought in was directly from LinkedIn, whether it was using LinkedIn to see who my prospects were and then tracking them down, or it was to, um, it was just to message people and people would answer. And I think the problem with the pandemic is, and this, this just coincides directly with pandemic, is people weren't in the office. They weren't using LinkedIn. So there was a bunch of really smart people that all got together and they started making all of these bots to ultimately just message people over and over and over. Hey, do you want to meet? 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 Hey, I see that we have mutual connections. Uh, you know, I looked at your profile. Hey, are you using a financial advisor? Whatever it is, right? I'm just using financial advisor because I literally got one yesterday from, from it. But yeah, and I've used it and I've tested these platforms because I write a lot on my personal blog about them. But I think that LinkedIn is just overly abused with these messenger bots that nobody's even watching well, unless the they get a response. Well, messages are horrible. Like what you just said, you get them all. I see that we have some mutual connections. I'd like to connect. Like, yep. why would I take a second out of my life to respond to that and connect to you yep. if you don't have anything better than that? It's tough. It's, it's just, you know, it, it really is. It, it's tough. It doesn't, it's not fun. And it, it, I think that, LinkedIn is LinkedIn has made a major push too. Uh, I give them a lot of credit. It took them way longer back when they were acquired by Microsoft for $25 billion. Um, I think the platform is still good. And then shortly after that, it started to die down and die down. And I felt like it was just a neglected child and Microsoft didn't do anything with it. And then starting probably the middle of last year, LinkedIn really made some progress in like cleaning up the platform and making it better, which I was really happy to see. But at that point, it was already just overtaken by Bach. Uh, all of your manual messages, you know, why would you send a manual message? Why would you spend 15 or 20 minutes researching one prospect? They might not check it for three months. They might not check it ever, or they might not even just see the message. So 
you know, it's like sales. It's a game of numbers to, to, to some degree. And, uh, and thank you for connecting with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> yep. I just sent you, just sent you a connection request. Yep. So look at that. And, uh, but it's just crazy. People just, it, it, you know, it's so easy to have these bots. Why wouldn't you have these bots? It, you would be, you'd be, you'd be trying to run a race against F1 car. You're never going to catch up. They could just send out thousands of messages a day, reach thousands of people. Well, a small percentage of those people are going to connect and a small percentage of those people are, you're going to buy. It's just a game of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Cause you know, if you send out a million bot messages and even if a small, small percentage respond, you know, you may, you may get some customers there. So I like LinkedIn, I think just for some credibility generation for myself, but I, I just, um, it, it would be hard for me to imagine that someone, you know, 5,000 miles away would respond and w- would become a client because I sent them a connection request, but Hey, maybe not. Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. But it's just yeah. right now that until they clean it up, I think that we're a couple months away from them really cleaning it up. So I don't think it's completely dead, but I, I think that there's still, there's still a lot of opportunity there. I just think that overall, if you're looking for it for sales, it's not the best platform for a variety of other things, keeping contact with prospects and, and, and distributing information. I think that there's still a massive benefit to it, but if you're really looking for sales, it's just not the platform to be on right now. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about kind of your services or, or, you know, someone like you versus doing it on your own. So someone owns a small business, Uh, obviously, you know, setting up a TikTok profile probably take you three minutes at, at, at at the most. (laughs) So, um, you know, why would someone use you? And, and if they decide not to use you or, or someone like you, like what's a few things that they could do to get their, get their, their, their presence a little bit uh, elevated. Yeah. So I think the, the first thing is, is we, we offer really uh, inbound marketing is really the, the, the appropriate term for us. So what is inbound marketing? Inbound marketing is really just creating a digital presence and creating a presence out there for people to naturally be attracted to your business. Um, so if that's creating content, if that's creating articles, if that's uh, helping you record videos, if that is weekly trainings, whatever that might be, sometimes it's more of a, a, a cookie cutter thing saying where somebody says, hey, you, we just need exposure. Okay, great. We don't care if it's video. We don't care if it's, if it's written. We'll go create content blogs. Blogs are still very e- to the easiest way to rank on Google and, and get traffic. And we just create and create and create for, for companies. And then we do what's called a lead magnet, where it's something that somebody can download. They're going to get a, they're going to give their email address in return for a digital product. So it could be an ebook, it could be a checklist, right? Maybe for somebody like yourself, it's, hey, download this checklist to figure out if you have a healthy uh, Roth IRA or Roth sure. or investment yeah. account, right? And it just goes through each bullet. Do you have beneficiaries, right? Like the simple things, the things that people aren't going to think about, um, though, like, those are some of the things that we end up creating. Uh, and then it's just giving it time and, and attracting that ideal customer uh, back to that company. But for companies that either don't want to afford, you know, can't afford us, don't want to work with us, whatever it may be, the first thing I would say is go on YouTube and just go start learning. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, just Google you know, YouTube my name and it'll come right up. I give away tons of free content on there. Um, I'm actually about to hit, I think, 300 videos on there. So I'm constantly doing like I'm releasing one shortly after this podcast. Um, and then just go start learning, learn the basic, learn, you know, and people don't, don't get so caught up in, I need to be on every single platform. I think that's probably the biggest mistake most people make is got to be on every platform. Got to do this. Got to do this. No, no, you don't stick with one platform and get good at one platform. 
So if it's going to be your website, go write a hundred blogs on the questions that people ask you. Start with the top 100 questions that people ask you and then start to learn other areas to write about. Um, and then, you know, or if it's YouTube, just say, hey, I'm going to commit to making a hundred videos. Do a hundred of something. And, you know, if it's TikTok, make a hundred TikTok every day for a hundred days. YouTube and blogging, you have to give a little more time, a little more in depth, but just go start making something and let the algorithms will do the work for you. Let them do the heavy lifting. Let the AI that people spend billions of dollars making do the heavy lifting for you. Just make the content because these, these, believe it or not, YouTube and these other outlets are starving for good content. And just by you going out and you creating good content, it will drastically impact your overall success. As long as it's the keyword in there is good content. It can't just be, you know, you after you've had 12 cups of coffee with your camera shaking, trying to hold it and recording yourself. Okay. It's got to be. Okay. But I do think there's actually, isn't there some value to content that is clearly not professionally done? I mean, uh, you know, like the, the cell phone camera videos on a selfie stick walking through a park. I mean, some of that work, right? If it's, so, Oh, absolutely. Just invest in a little bit of tech, right? Like uh, I, I just, you know, don't make it sloppy, right? So if you're going to record, I'm just holding my iPhone here, but you want to make sure that the camera is on the opposite side of your hand. So your hand, it doesn't cover the camera, right? right. Invest in a selfie stick, invest in maybe uh, a little tripod. So like I have, I have ring lights right here to the ne next to me, but something that could hold your camera if you're going to do it. You, mm -hmm. I'm not knocking the phone. The phone is probably the best place to start. Just don't let it look like your child recorded it. You know, prop it up somewhere. If you can, if you got 20 bucks, go get a lavalier mic. It's one of those little mics they use on TV. It'll clip right onto your shirt, right? And speaking of that, your audio quality will be drastically better. Don't sit in a dark room. Get either a light or sit by a window or go outside and record, or, you know, in a well-lit area where you don't have raccoon eyes where that light comes in and, and uh, covers the under part of your eye and then record. Like those little tips, you don't have to spend money for the most part, just Go and go on YouTube and say like how to make a good quality iPhone. Beautiful, video yeah. Well, and that's the thing with YouTube is you could YouTube anything, and there's a video or or hundreds of videos uh, videos on it. So for anybody that's thinking, you know what, this is awesome, but I just you know it seems a little bit overwhelming. I don't know where to start. Where, where do they find you? Um, what's your website? Uh, you know, how would they contact you if they wanted to just talk to you about maybe engaging your services? Yeah, so the best place to start is the company website, growth-generators.com-meeting, that little hyphen. That, that's usually the easiest place to find me. If you guys want to book a one-on-one -on -one call, if you're like, hey, I have a business, I really want to, uh, I, I just need like an hour of, of a cleanup or tune-up or to ask you really vital business questions, by all means, go on my website, harrisonbaron.com. I have an option in there for one-on-one -on -one bookings. Uh, you can sit down with me. I give you typically about an hour to an hour and a half of dedicated one-on-one, -on -one, no distractions, no nothing. We're not going to, I'm not going to pitch you at all to your business. It is a paid service, but you can go on there and I give you, you know, this homework beforehand even. So that way we can have the most productive hour you've ever had in your life. Uh, and, and then we go from there. One of the hugest concepts that I just really believe in is paying a professional. Yes. I mean, who likes writing a check, but ultimately if it helps you to get started and helps you to get started the right way, I just think that a lot of times not having the help of a professional, you just never get started. And the, the opportunity cost of never starting that TikTok channel or page or whatever it's called, um, or, or YouTube or anything like that, potentially could be hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of, of revenue that you miss. Whereas, you know, paying for that consultation with you, getting, 
getting some some dedicated first step from you that people need to do, and then you just get started, and then the the journey begins. Exactly right. It's exactly right. It's it's you know most people don't need a personal trainer. It's it's the fact. But yeah, yeah, they need one to hold them accountable to go to the gym or show them, hey, just so you don't hurt yourself. Right. We're just going to help guide you along. Right. They're not but doing you're the do work that for one you. extra rep when the personal trainer's there than you would if on your own. You just are. Exactly. That's just the way life works. Awesome. Yep. Well, this has been really cool. This is uh, just some ways for for small business uh, listeners to generate some more content and also that transfers into revenue and wealth. So I want to close the show out with the same question that I've been asking every guest. And I would like to know Harrison Barron's definition of true wealth. Yeah. So my definition of true wealth is, uh, is happiness and the, the removal of the thought of thinking about every penny you have. So I think happiness, health, and, and, and that last one is, is tremendous. I think health, wealth, I think they're, they're you know, I, I don't want people to think about where their next client is going to come from. And if they don't get that next client, I mean, that's the scariest thing it's in the a world. a hard place to be. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that's the cool part about what I do is, is creating content. I just, it, it, it's a compounding effect. Just the more content you make and then just being happy. I think that most people, uh, if you don't love your job, go find a different one. You'll, make, you'll probably end up making more money and you'll be happier in the long term. Uh, if you don't like something, go fix it. If it's a marriage, go start getting therapy immediately and don't wait till it's too broken. Uh, if it's a relationship with your kids, call in sick, hang out with them. If it's hanging out with your dogs, clock in a half hour late, tell them that you, uh, your car broke, whatever it might be. Just do what makes you happy in life and everything else follows. Those are some wise words right there, my friend. I like it. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good deal. All right, everybody. So uh, contact Harrison Barron if you have any questions about your social media presence. It's a wealth of knowledge. Look him up on the internet. He's given away some free content, but also if you want to book that, uh, that consultation, that may be the best use of your time and it can get you on the road to uh, generating content and visibility on the, uh, on, the, um, on the internet. So until next time, we wish you a blessed week. The information contained herein, including but not limited to research, market valuations, calculations, estimates, and other material obtained from Parallel Financial and other sources are believed to be reliable. However, Parallel Financial does not warrant its accuracy or completedness. The materials are provided for informational purposes only. It should not be used or construed as an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security. Past performance is not indicative of future results.